Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. A soul tie is simply the captivation of your soul by another person or thing. A soul tie is also the attachment of your soul to another person or thing. A soul tie exists when there are things or people you can't just say no to when you should be saying no to them. You can read all about soul ties on www.breakingsoulties.com. Breaking Soul Ties is present on many social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Blackberry Messaging, and internet radio stations. Please follow Shaladio on Twitter using following handles at Shaladio and our Soul Ties tweets to read about tweets on Soul Ties. If you need to chat with Shaladio, you can link up with him on BB using the pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. You can also email him on BreakingSoulTies at CharisMinistries.org That is K-A-R-I-S Ministries dot O-R-G Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Shola Adio. Welcome to episode 4 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. And uh, please, I would uh, strongly advise that you make this prayer um, a daily prayer for yourself, that you pray over yourself. Uh, Man of God, Kenneth Hagin, um, I remember one of his books, also suggested very strongly that every believer uh, should pray this prayer. It's a prayer for wisdom and revelation. And I tell you, this prayer is far more important than the prayer that you will pray for a spouse or, or to believe God for a spouse. Seriously, this prayer is far more important. And it is the, I'll, I'll read a prayer out to you. Ephesians chapter one, verses 17 and 18. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory 
of his inheritance in the saints. So that um, is um, the passage. I'll just pray that prayer now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask, O oh God, that you will continue to give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of our calling and what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us world who believe according to the working of your mighty power in christ jesus lord i ask that you open the eyes of our understanding today that we may behold the wondrous things out of thy law thank you father because a door of utterance is opened unto me today to speak forth your counsel your wisdom and your revelation and your power into the hearts of your people today in jesus name amen um last week uh, we um, looked at um, the reason why the disciples could not cast out the demon out of the boy and jesus said that it was because of their unbelief and effectively we saw that situations that look stubborn in our lives that have been raging on for a while jesus is saying that our uh, inability to move these mountains out of our lives is because of unbelief and then he went on to uh, tell us how faith works as a grain of a mustard seed which is that we plant our little faith by speaking to the mountain and the bible says nothing shall be impossible unto us now today we want to examine what unbelief is and the difference between faith and unbelief now let's go back again to matthew chapter 17 we're going to run uh through uh some quite some material uh this afternoon so um i'll be going quite quickly matthew chapter 17 verses 19 and 20 he says then came the disciples to jesus apart and said why could not we cast him out and jesus said unto them because of your unbelief for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove ends to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now Jesus said that they could not cast out the demon because of their unbelief. So we see that we are unable to deal with certain situations in our life, and Jesus clearly is communicating to us that it's because of our unbelief now let me tell you the relationship between your faith and your unbelief i'll use something in the natural to illustrate it to you you see your your faith is almost like um let's say um let's say like um a tea bag for instance a tea bag for instance and when you put a tea bag in a cup and you pour in some water after a while the tea that is uh, within the bag will mix up with the water and then you have what you call tea and if the water isn't too much you have what you call strong tea simply because you don't have a lot of water so you can feel the effect of the tea you can feel the taste of the tea so you have what we call strong tea now there is something else you can do to weaken the strength of that tea. And this is what you can do. You can now get in an equivalent of four cups of water and pour it into that container that already has that bag of tea 
uh, or let's say that already has strong tea in it if you want to weaken the strength of that tea you will pour in several cups of water and by the time you taste that tea you can barely feel the effect of that tea in your mouth that is the relationship between your faith and unbelief your faith is like the tea and small water around your faith your faith is still strong i mean as long as i mean it's like your faith is still strong when you have just little water around it but when you now pour in a lot of water into it which is a lot of unbelief then that faith is crowded out it's like it's no longer regarded as strong faith and that's why um that's why you discover that when that man was appealing to jesus he told jesus something he said i believe which means that the man also had faith for his son to be healed but then he went on to say that help thou my own belief did you see that help thou my own belief it meant that his unbelief had diluted his faith so we want to see how does this unbelief creep into your life to dilute the strength of your faith because faith in its pure form faith in its strong form will attract the power of god into your life and will deliver your miracle in no time i tell you in no time and we'll see that from the scriptures now let's go to romans chapter 4 and read another passage here he says uh, from our read verses 19 to 21 verses 19 to 21 he says and being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb now the bible says that he was not weak in faith so you see being weak in faith means that you are considering the opposite evidence in the natural that is fighting against the evidence of the word of god concerning your miracle let me repeat that weak faith simply means that you are considering more heavily the contradictions that you can feel in your natural situation and you consider them more strongly than the reality of the promises of god about your miracle so he says and being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was an hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that he had what that what god had promised god was able also to perform i.e able also to deliver now let's analyze this and this might be the answer to the problems that you've had in believing god not only for a spouse but for a miracle of any sort let's go back to verse 19 he says and being not weak in faith so you see there he considered not now abraham had a body that was dead and the bible is saying here that he was already a hundred years old and it also did not consider the deadness of sarah's womb so by this analysis it is impossible for any normal human man 
to make a baby with a woman with this kind of bodies that have been described here it is impossible for abraham who no longer had a spam count and sarah who no longer had a a period who had gone way beyond menopause so it is impossible logically humanly impossible for the two of them to make a baby but at but the bible says that when you are weak in faith you will consider those contradictions and then your faith is not going to deliver but the bible now goes on to say that abraham staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief so staggering means that today you are saying lord i thank you because my spouse is here lord i thank you for my miracle and then a few hours later when you see something go on twitter that oh there are some 33 year old people that have not yet married then you go depressed and then you now use your mouth to say the exact opposite and say ah i don't even know whether i will ever marry you you know now what it means there is that you have staggered at the promise of god through unbelief you have staggered at the promise of god through unbelief uh we're going to continue with this uh when we come back after the break make sure you don't miss it see you guys later so super excited to bring this news to you Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Hey guys, welcome back. Now, let's go back to Romans chapter 4 where we left off. Romans chapter 4 verses 19 to 21. There's so much we can get out of this passage of scripture. The Lord will help us to... Um, cover the material today now let's go back to verse 20 he says he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to perform so we said that when you are up today and down tomorrow and up today and down tomorrow and up today and down tomorrow the Bible says that you are staggering at the promise of God through unbelief. So there are some days, you know, maybe when um, you go and the pastor lays hands on you and says, Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, within the next one year, you will see your, you, you meet with your spouse. Now your faith is up. Your faith is excited. And then tomorrow you wake up and you just be like, Oh, I don't even know whether it will happen. Or the man of God prophesied a year and it's now nine months and you have not met anyone. You, then you are beginning to doubt whether that word of the Lord actually worked for you. But the Bible is saying here that when you consider the enormity 
of the contradictory natural evidence that is speaking against the reality of the promises of God, the Bible says that you are staggering at the promise of God through unbelief. So unbelief simply means that you consider the natural evidence, the contradictory natural evidence in your life more powerful than the word of God and the promises of God. So really, if you look at it, faith is behaving as though God has done it. Unbelief is behaving as though God cannot do it or will not do it. You see the difference? Now let's go on. So we have seen here that staggering at the promises of God means that you are behaving as though God has not done it or cannot do it or will not do it but then let's look at the opposite which was what abraham was practicing the bible says that abraham was strong in faith so you look at it now there there is weakness in faith weakness in faith means that you consider the contradictory evidence which is that i am now 28 years old i am not married now that is the contradictory evidence to the faithfulness of god so if you carry the contradictory evidence as your principal item then you are weak in faith but the bible says uh, concerning abraham who is our faith example who received the promises of god into manifestation that he was strong in faith so what does it mean to be strong in faith what it means to be strong in faith i'll give i'll give tell you exactly what it means to be strong in faith the first thing that happens to you when you are strong in faith is that you are giving glory to god you are giving glory to god the second thing that happens when you are strong in faith is that you are fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is able also to deliver. Did you see that? So two things happen. This is the way you know whether you are walking by faith or you're in strong faith or you are walking in weak faith, which does not deliver. Weak faith will not deliver. Strong faith will deliver. And you see your 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 strong your your faith becomes strong on the wing of two things. Number one, you are giving glory to God. How do you give glory to God? On a daily basis. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you because you have already done it. Lord, I thank you because my spouse is provided. Lord, I thank you because my spouse is on his way to me in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you because my spouse is on her way to me in the name of Jesus Christ. You begin to dance in your house as though God has already done it. You dance the same way you would have danced when that spouse physically manifests in front of you which is where christians got it wrong the time that christians want to dance and rejoice is when they see the physical manifestation of the miracle that is wrong you are not walking by faith if you operate that way thomas i mean you see what happened uh, with thomas thomas said i will not believe until i see which is the way Christians are operating today. They are operating in that same Thomas mindset, which is that I will not start to rejoice. I will not become joyful. I will not become um, radiant 
until I see the manifestation of the miracle. So when I look at your face, the fact that you are downcast means that you are weak in faith. It means that you are not walking by faith. You are not walking in obedience to the word of God. And then your, 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 your manifestation is delayed because you are not walking by faith. So, but you see, the Bible says that he was giving glory to God, which meant that he kept on declaring it. He kept on rejoicing. So it, I mean, Thomas said, I wouldn't believe until I see. But what did Jesus now saw him and just said, Oh yeah, put your hands inside. And he put his hands inside and said, yes, now I believe. And do you know what Jesus said to him? Jesus said that blessed are those who have not yet seen and yet they believe so if you want to be blessed you have to believe before you see the manifestation of what you have believed did you see that jesus if jesus said that you are blessed doing something just take that word to the bank you are blessed and what did he say he said you are blessed because you have believed and yet you have not yet seen the physical manifestation of the miracle so the way you give glory to god is you wake up in the morning and you begin to dance just begin to dance just begin to shout just begin to rejoice as though that miracle is already in your hand so right now i I mean i i was really blessed over the weekend by uh mac hankins i mean the whole thing came back to me again that look before the manifestation of the miracle you need to rejoice you need to give praises to god you need to give glory to god you need to shout you need to shout in your house you need to make noise you need to sing you need to rejoice and give glory to god as though the manifestation is already in your hand hallelujah and this is not uh, this is not theory if i've got the time i will share my own personal testimony with you but let's look at the next uh, level of walking in strong faith which is that bible says that i'm being fully persuaded that what god had promised he was able also to perform how do you become fully persuaded as a christian you you open your mouth on a daily basis and you begin to declare the bible says that you that he calleth those things which be not as though they were and that is what you do you begin to call those things as though they were and that is how you become fully persuaded so on a daily basis you begin to declare that lord in the name of jesus i have my miracle lord in the name of jesus i declare that my spouse is on his way my spouse is on our way my god-fearing spouse is on his way i am at rest in the name of jesus and you begin to declare that your life is as the kingdom of god where you cast in a seed and you sleep and rise night and day and the seed springeth forth and you knoweth not how so and it means that you are at rest that you are at rest because you have sown the seed of the word of god and you don't know how this manifestation will come one day it could be you you could just be talking to a friend and a friend just introduces you if i let me give you a let me give you a testimony a guy went to propose to a lady he went to propose to a lady and the lady said, oh, I'm sorry, I have to reject your proposal. Why? Simply because I am already engaged to another man. But, wait a minute, I know you're a nice guy. I'm actually really so sorry to reject your proposal because I'm already engaged to someone else and I'm getting married to this person. But, I have a friend 
who I think you will like. Now, the friend was believing God. The friend knew nothing that anything was going to ever happen. All she was just doing was just believed God and held on to God in strong faith. And guess what? This lady who rejected the proposal now linked the two of them. And now, so the brother whose proposal was rejected is now engaged to the lady, to another lady who was introduced, who never knew that something will be coming that way. Do you understand? So you don't know how it will happen. It is not your job to figure out how it will happen. All you have to do is to cast the seed of the word of God into the ground by speaking it. Keep speaking the word of God. Keep declaring the word of God until you are fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is able also to perform. And you knoweth not how how that seed will spring forth and how the miracle will happen do you get that if this is all you got out of the teaching today you are on the right course for the manifestation of that miracle you don't know how it will happen it is not your business how it will happen the methodology of how it will happen is not your business your business is to rejoice give glory to god And be fully persuaded by speaking God's word and calling those things which be not as though they were. And then you will see a manifestation of the word of God. You will see a manifestation of that miracle. So I just want to leave you with this today. Don't be weak in faith by looking at the biological clock, by reading the bad news that Twitter and Facebook are sending out to you on a daily basis. That will weaken your faith. Stop listening. Stop spending too much time with your relatives who are rubbing it on your face that you are now 39 and you are not married. Look, just forget it. What you should do is spend more time alone giving glory to God through praises and worship, giving glory to God and also being fully persuaded by speaking God's word and declaring God's promises about that situation into your life. Spend more time doing those two on a daily basis. Spend about 10 minutes praising God, worshiping God and spend another 10 minutes prophesying the word of God concerning the arrival of your spouse and I tell you within no time at all. The Bible says, you knoweth not how. You knoweth not how, but the seed will spring forth because you cast the seed into the ground. I leave you on this note. Make sure you listen to this message over and over and over again. And I tell you, within no time, you'll begin to see your miracles spring forth. In Jesus' name, amen. See you guys next week. super excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD I repeat 52C7F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.